I'm not sure if I mentioned it before, but when my friend Clay Mason Bannerman and I want to impress our new lady friends, Tiffer and Mickey, we don't even have to take them to a restaurant. That's because we have an entire freezer stocked full of ButcherBox, and that includes high-quality meat and seafood that we can trust. It's so convenient. It's delivered right to our doorstep, and there's always free shipping. I mean, where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Tiffer and Mickey love it, and so will you. At least one of them is always around asking when the new ButcherBox is arriving. Sign up at ButcherBox.com mega and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free-for-a-year offer plus an additional 20 bucks off. Choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com mega and use code MEGA to choose your free-for-a-year offer plus 20 bucks off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. When you listen to Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone, the comedy podcast, you get a belly full of laughs and a head full of real information. Our gallimaufry of expert guests answer questions on stuff adults need to know. I have mold in my dwelling. What do I do? What's gerrymandering? What happens chemically when I fall in love? How do I handle a parent-teacher conference? What are microbes? Listen to Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone. Solve problems, get laughs. Hey, listener, it's Zach Harper, Amin Hassan, and Anthony Mays of Cinephobe. You may be asking yourself, what is Cinephobe? Amin, would you like to fill in the people? Cinephobe is the podcast where Zach and I watch movies that are poorly rated on Rotten Tomatoes and try to ascertain. Oh, we're trying to well. ascertain? Yes. Okay. Right. Ascertain. Whether or not they're accurately poorly rated, or maybe they didn't get a fair shake. Cinephobe, produced by this guy, Anthony Mays. Hey, that's me. I produced this show. I also watched the movies, even though that wasn't included in the description, and I also ascertained. Ooh, this month is... Wow! Oh, oh Maze, why'd you say that? Supercharge it. <laughs> so that this promo can remain evergreen. I feel like explaining a little bit more. In 60 seconds? I don't know. Maybe I don't bring attention to it. Assuring people like, look, if you listen, you're going to get it. Just give it, give it time. That's a good promo. Just listen to it. Give it time. You'll figure it out. Is this the promo right now? Isn't it? Okay, I think we got it. Cinefo. Wherever you get podcasts. <laughs> Oh, I'm so excited to tell you this, friends. We have a very special announcement. Mega is dropping a brand new spinoff miniseries called The The Rise and Fall of of Twin Hills. Hills. And baby, it drops on May 21st. The series has been so much fun to create. It sounds and feels like nothing we've ever done before. And we think you all are really going to get a kick out of this true crime doc style pod that delves into the scandals of our mysterious lead pastor, Steve Judson. I'm here to tell you there is no way to prepare you for this. You're just not ready. (laughs) (laughs) And if you would like to listen to it ad free and get exclusive early access to the rise and fall of Twin Hills, now is a great time to sign up for Patreon or Apple Premium or Supporting Cast. It was not at all cheap to make, and we could really use some extra help. So if you are able to help us, the links are in the show notes. Buckle up. Things are about to get very wild around Twin Hills. May 21st, the rise and fall of Twin Hills. Get ready. Mega is an improvised satire from the staff of a fictional megachurch. I'm Hallie Labonte, and this is Mega, coming to you from Twin Hills Community Church. Every week, we're giving our mega church a tiny family feel by introducing you to members of our church staff and people from our community. Treat and treasure.
per usual, I'm joined by my co-host. He's the youth pastor for our high school ministry called Climax. It's Gray Haas. Eye for an eye. Touch the sky, Hallie. How are you? So blessed. Way too blessed to be stressed. Too humble to grumble. And um, what was my new one? Too ridiculous to be meticulous. Oh, that is great, Hallie. I and could do it all day. <laughs> you really could. What is uh, happening with me? I don't know. Let's see. Climax this week was good. You'll kind of notice that I'm walking with a bit of uh, a, a back strain. Oh, from Claymates and Bannerman. Uh, no, from, from Climax. And, you know, there's something... I, I just like to say, Hallie, I can admit when... I could have done better because I'm mm. always pushing myself wow. to do excellent awesome. things in Climax. And this week, I feel like I could have tweaked the the program that we were doing. And instead, uh, I tweaked my back. Oh, no. And the way that that happened was... I was trying to do a cool thing about dating when you're a teenager because, mm. you know, I think dating is actually important when you're a teenager. A lot of them aren't even doing it anymore. I hear that. Right. They just, they, they, it's, it's this whole hookup culture, which yeah. I'm totally against. No, they need to be practicing compulsory monogamy now. Totally. And prom is just a practice wedding. Yeah. Practice the monogamy without the sex. And so what I wanted to show is how it's so much easier when you date other Christians mm -hmm. than if you are trying to date someone who's not Christian and make them into a Christian. Does that make sense? Say it one more time. I'm just saying it's easier to date Christians. Oh. Anyway, so what I did, Hallie, is this awesome visual metaphor where I had uh, someone stand on a chair mm. and then I said, okay, I want to see if you could pull someone from the ground up onto the chair Mm-hmm. Uh, just using the strength of your arms. Oh. And, you know, it's very hard to lift someone from the floor onto a chair with just the strength of your arms. It's, it's really impossible. And that is supposed to represent how hard it is. If you're a Christian, you're on the chair, and to bring someone who's not a Christian into Christianity with you to date, it's, it could be a real struggle. Mm. Then I had them do it with a chair side by side. And how easy it was for, you know, awesome. someone to just step from one chair to the next. Yep. Where it kind of went south, Hallie, is one of my kids was like, well, you can't do it, Gray. And actually, I can because I've really been working my upper traps. Mm. And so just to kind of prove to them that I could pull someone from the floor onto a chair, I had them select the biggest guy in youth group. And I said, watch this. And I, and I, and I don't like to name names, but his name was um, Quincy Jones. And he actually got pulled straight from the floor right up onto the chair with just my arm strength oh wow it did Great. tweak That's my incredible. back a little bit but i just had to show them i could do it yeah but it did undermine your message a little bit oh why is that well because you can get someone up on the chair exactly and it's a guy well right well, yeah i was just trying there weren't any big ladies there that day so i had to use a guy mm. Anyway, Hallie, so I'm just uh, kind of icing that down today, but I think the message did come through, and I'm just hoping my youth can really start to think about dating as in not just trying new ideas and things and people on uh, to, for, to, to make sure that they're searching for the perfect mate, but really trying to find someone who's exactly like them already in their faith journey so that there's not problems later on. Mm. 
Mm. You know what you could do so you don't tweak your back in the future? I use this one with my kids a lot is I say, you know what the Coast Guard says is that um, you're not supposed to help someone who's drowning because they pull you under. So whenever I see my kids trying to hang out with some kind of center, I go, ah, that person's drowning. They're going to kill you. Oh, that's true. You know, maybe I could do something in the pool, but I don't want to have another teen drown this year. So Yeah. So how are you doing, Hallie? It's been a crazy week. My son Day is leading the Ugh. charge at Jefferson High School to get the Thomas Jefferson statue what? removed. I'm humiliated. Why can't he spend his time doing something good? Well, he said that Thomas Jefferson was a slave owner, had all these human beings enslaved, and that Thomas Jefferson spent years on end raping Sally Hemings and then um, you know, keeping her enslaved and then also having a child with her who also he kept enslaved. And you know I don't think that I don't think they have documentation of that, but go on. Day doesn't think he's a good example that should be, you know, emboldened in a statue and put on our money and all that stuff. And I was so embarrassed by this. And then, you know what? I was sitting in my nail salon because I get my nails done once a week. So over the years, I mean, I've spent hours and hours and hours at this nail salon. And I was sitting there this week having my nails, you know, in the dryer and I'm looking around. And all of a sudden I said, you know what? I have been sitting under these statues of Buddha for years oh no and i don't want god to see me in that snapshot god might look down and think that i'm uh, worshiping a false idol i know and sometimes i do pray while i'm getting my nails done and i can't be praying underneath a statue of buddha so guess what i went in there and i caused such a fuss and i said how much money i've spent there and how many years and my dedication and that needs to be honored by them respecting my wishes and my right to religious freedom i love that so the next time i went in guess what it's down oh my goodness hallie (laughs) congratulations thank you and uh so far thomas jefferson is not taken down at jefferson high so i sort of won that one but i wanted to use it as a teaching moment and maybe a bonding moment with my son day. And so I sat down and I said, Hey, look, we're just alike. We're both, you know, doing these campaigns, you know, charging forward with what we believe in and all of that. And I think day and I can now finally relate to one another. And, you know, we're both people who follow our convictions. And I think it's isn't that neat? It is neat. How? Well, what did they replace the this the Buddha statue with? Oh, one of those cute, funny um, cats that have the swinging arm and the and the tongue sticking out. Oh, that's great. Do you still pray? I do because no one's ever had a cat god, except maybe the ancient Egyptians. But that's why God hit him with the plague. Oh, isn't that fun? Because I really value truth, misinformation really, really scares me. And that's why I'm excited to tell you about Conspirituality, a podcast that dismantles new age cults, wellness grifters, and conspiracy mad yogis. At their best, they attack public health efforts in times of crisis, and at their worst, it's like they're recruiting for the fever dream of QAnon. On Conspirituality, You will have a journalist, a cult researcher, and a philosophical skeptic all discussing stories and cult dynamics and helping educate us and using proven science as their guiding light. 
I really recommend the Jordan Klepper episode talking about creating comedy in the MAGAverse. Jordan's incredible. And I also really love the Medical Medium episode. It's really good and not just because I've had my own weird experiences with mediums. <laughs> From exploring cults to analyzing our cultural and political landscape, the Conspirituality Podcast will help you stay informed against misinformation and resist fear tactics. Find Conspirituality on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Because I really value truth, misinformation really, really scares me. And that's why I'm excited to tell you about Conspirituality, a podcast that dismantles new age cults, wellness grifters, and conspiracy mad yogis. At their best, they attack public health efforts in times of crisis. And at their worst, it's like they're recruiting for the fever dream of QAnon. On Conspirituality, you will have a journalist, a cult researcher, and a philosophical skeptic all discussing stories and cult dynamics and helping educate us and using proven science as their guiding light. I really recommend the Jordan Klepper episode talking about creating comedy in the MAGAverse. Jordan's incredible. And I also really love the medical medium episode. It's really good and not just because I've had my own weird experiences with mediums. <laughs> From exploring cults to analyzing our cultural and political landscape, the Conspirituality Podcast will help you stay informed against misinformation and resist fear tactics. Find Conspirituality on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Just like they were grinding the nails into Jesus' hands, our guest today is grinding out on the half pipe. It's my pleasure to introduce to you Mike Bark. Welcome to the program. How you feeling today, sir? Pretty gnarly? I'm feeling <laughs> blessed and gnarly as always. So good to see y'all. Oh, welcome. Oh, you're a ray of sunshine. I'm so excited to learn all about the stuff that the kids are into because that's important to stay up with, isn't oh, it? You got, here, I'll, t I'll give you a fun one. My, my, like, it's like my kids would say, this podcast really slaps. No cap. Oh, Oh, yes, that is awesome. Well, Mike, you are just, uh, yeah, I mean, you are sort of a pseudo celebrity around these parts because all of my teens who are into skateboarding all know Mike Bach. He is running what we call Heaven is a Half Pipe Ministries down there at the skate park, which you've not only built but expanded. Isn't that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, recently we had, what did we put? We put a 10-foot bowl and, uh, and a new elbow and a little, we got a new kidney bowl rolling. It's 10 feet. 12 feet, or two feet of vert, and then six feet and two feet of vert in the shallow end. So this thing is gnarly, y'all. Okay, awesome. I don't know what know. any of that meant, but it sounds <laughs> so fun. It's cool. I tell you what, Greg, I didn't know either because I hated skateboarding. Really? Oh. I actually, I yeah, I hated it more than most people. Actually, really? like you actually had yeah, a you I, actually had a, a hatred for it. You did not even just you weren't just neutral about it. Exactly right. I thought it was it just loud and those I thought those kids were delinquent. And honestly, I still feel that way. <laughs> but, but that's that's sort of part of what we do here, though. You know what I'm saying? It's like these kids, they're little feral, little evil monsters, and they all got knives, and they're addicted to porn or whatever oh, they're into. You know, I know. It's the heart of God. It's truly dark and sad. It really is. And then, mm -hmm. But then they come with us, and then we say, hey. You know who loves you even though you're a monster? And even though it's people like you that killed Jesus? God does. Awesome. God loves you so much. So why don't you come learn your rock to fakies and your your front side Smith grind? See, that's the thing. Now I know I can, still can't skate, okay. but I know all the terminology, and that helps convince the kids that I do like them. Wow, amazing! And I guess well, you're that, speaking their language, and that's right? a good 
uh, I guess the follow up is: Is that an artificial elbow? Because a, a lot of my kids have said that 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 your arm is uh, you, that you have a whole thing about your robot arm. Did you get that when you tried to skate? It's the one time I stepped on a skateboard. Yeah, it was, and we had video footage of it, and it is brutal and and humiliating. I, I begged the kids to erase the footage from their phone, and they wouldn't. But yeah, what happens is I step on the skateboard, it fires out, and I land directly on my my elbow and shattered my elbow and my my femur and it's and and it and in the footage it's the closest i ever got to cussing i go gosh darn it you can i scream and gosh darn it as they it's a close one yeah they pull me into the ambulance and i'm screaming this is your fault kids you did this you little nightmare freaks oh Uh wow that's understandable wow well i do think there is a need for this ministry because like you said a lot of people what's this sort of type of person that is attracted to skateboarding because i've always Always just looked at them as you know the teens who I kind of wish wouldn't show up to climax, but they do. A lot of them, um, you know. I, I just would love to know what you think the type of person that skateboards is. That's right. Thank you so much. A beautiful question. I think generally they are very ungrateful. Okay. Um, they tend to be cruel. They tend to not know how to read particularly well or 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 spell. Um, a lot of times children's protective services say that they are poverty stricken or that they come from abusive homes or their parents have addiction problems. But I'm like, okay, uh, maybe it's the kid's fault. I mean, you mm-hmm. have to ask those kind of you questions, do. right? It's like, my, is it possible they're not hitting these kids enough? Well, see, that's the thing. And, and do, we do you hit them? <laughs> I actually am no longer allowed to hit them, Gray. Thank you for asking. That's been an important... We had a couple of pretty nasty visits from our local beautiful police officers. Uh, and they really... They put me in my place, uh-huh. you know, and I deserve it. I was I was slapping these kids all over the map. I was, I was slapping the kids. Oh, that's good. And having that right taken away from you, it really grieves the heart of Dobson. So anyway, I just wanted to say, Mike, um, I think that Heaven is a Half Pipe is one of the examples of what makes Twin Hill truly great because you know what we don't shy away from popular culture and the things that the kids want to do but uh, instead we embrace it and we say hey if you're going to be doing this nonsense guess what you're going to be doing it on our campus and you're going to be doing it in a god-honoring way and I think that is what makes us innovative and you know at the forefront of like you know we're ahead of Google and all of them if you ask me and anyway speaking of Google I wanted to ask about kids and their phones I mean in one way you would say it's good that these kids are on a skateboard because it means they're not staring at a screen and having some kind of invasive, you know, wasp species eat their brain from the inside out or whatever social media is now. What do you say to these kids who now say, I don't have to listen to you grownups. I don't even need an education because phones are making education and spelling and reading irrelevant. What do you say to these kids? Well, that's what's so nice about having something that these kids love, like skateboarding, to sort of exploit for them. So what I do is if they're going to skate for every hour they skate, they have to listen to me preach for an hour. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And now sometimes that's just me talking about, uh, you know, our, our beautiful book that we have. I, I don't know if you heard of it. It's called the Bible. Oh, that is fun. That is really fun. 
laughed because I, of, of oh. course you heard yeah, it. Yeah, we oh, laughed because it's I know, true. I have heard of it. I, oh. I mean, I use it all the time. God, I didn't see that and coming. Oh, that is so good. sometimes it's that. It's me talking about the Bible, and sometimes it's them watching my, my pop punk band uh, uh, practice, you know? But all of our lyrics are very, very God-centric, awesome. which is powerful. And the kids... It makes me sad because they really do hate it. I mean, I'd like to sit here and tell you that that they've I've t- they've turned the corner and they they say, you know, wow, you you know, when I say to them, look, Jesus, he would he would have been kick flipping on water, you know, he he could he he could have turned the water into wine and then done a, a, a front side McTwist. Uh-huh. You know, he was he was cool. He was just as cool as all your favorite skate heroes and these kids. They they roll their eyes and and but but still the point is is. It does keep them away from their phones, and then they are forced to listen to me. Yes. So I like to think that that somewhere that that seed of Jesus's love is getting inside their dark little poison yep. hearts somehow. Yes, you know? yep. And you're right. Jesus was cool. Is cool. I mean, if you took Tony Hawk mm. and just gave him a little longer haircut. It could practically be Jesus. That's absolutely right. Yes, and I said this, right? It's like, and with my band, I say, we're like if Jesus was in playing bass for Green Day, See, you know? Right. right, stuff like that. I mean, they don't, it's it's uh, it's very strange to me how, because, you know, I've always hated music, and I've always hated, uh, you know, people who thought they were cool, people who collect vinyl, you know, or people who have strange haircuts. Those people have always made me so angry. And then, and then I thought to myself, well, if you can't beat them, you know, join them and see what happens. So that's why I got this sort of asymmetrical new wave. Okay, yeah, I was kind of oh, yeah. yeah, I'm in my Depeche Mode phase Ooh. right now. I got some leather pants I've been doing. And, and uh, do I feel like a clown? You know, of course I do. And, and every day do I look in the mirror and say, you know, I wish I wasn't this person. But the fact is, is... This is who God has sent me to be, you know, to it's the it's the Trojan horse that I'm riding that I'm riding in into the hearts of these little teenagers. And awesome. What were you doing before you sort of I guess I can use the word transitioned into this new personality and hobby and 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 all of this? Where, where were you working before? Great. Thank you so much. Uh, that's a beautiful question, Greg. I was an accountant. Oh, uh, really? So I did prim- primarily, yeah, taxes for a lot of people here in town and, and things of that nature. And, uh, you know, pretty boring ho-hum, home-drum lifestyle, honestly. And I definitely preferred it. I, I, I definitely preferred it a, a lot. And is that just because, you know, sometimes I feel like the nice thing about accounting is something like that is it's just if it doesn't add up, there's probably a mistake. You've got ones and twos and threes and fours and all the other numbers, and you're just putting them in columns. And if something doesn't add up, there must be a mistake. I'm sure right now you're dealing with teens who you're like, you're a number that's not even existed. Like you're probably not, you know, you, you're just you're just screwing up the whole equation. Isn't that right? Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah, there was so much structure in that previous life. And now I, I look at these kids, you're exactly right. And I'm like, you're pi squared, the square root of who the heck knows? I don't even know what's going on with these children, you know? Yeah, and what, so wait, wait, where, where were you at? Uh, uh, H&R Block or something like that? Uh, no, thank you for asking. That's a beautiful question. I was uh, with uh, Arthur Anderson. Ooh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And that one's not around anymore, is oh, it? Oh, that's right. No, no, it's not. It was a beautiful, beautiful company with people that really, really cared. They were they were consistently doing this thing which we called Bleeding Uncle Sam, where our our entire uh, motive was to get as much money from the despicable Black Nightmare Poison government and get mm. it in the hands of 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 the more affluent people here in town, and and that went beautifully for a very 
very long time. And then, uh, and then a lot of a lot of my really good friends ended up. Uh, uh, well, they, uh, <laughs> are you okay? Ooh. I can't tell you. A lot of people that I really love uh, are are currently still serving time. Oh, no. oh. oh really? Yeah, it's uh, oh. mm-hmm. so so. In a lot of ways, I lost my a lot of ways I lost my family, and I've uh, oh. I've I've been dropped into this current uh, sort of snake pit of uh, of non-believers. Uh, I don't I you know I don't know why. I don't know why this is my path, but here, here we are. Yeah, uh, here, we are. here well, here's a tissue and here's a lozenge. Would you like a lozenge or a ginger chew? Ooh, I'll t- yeah, I'll take. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> ooh, that's spicy. That's ooh. Oh, here. Okay. Okay. Well, I, you know, I just wanted to g- offer you a word basket of encouragement, mm. Mike. Um. I'm sure our prison ministry here at Twin Hills is visiting all your friends. And so they're hearing the good news of the gospel. And you know what? I think a lot of people really thrive in prison. They get into these programs where they learn different skills. They usually find Jesus, which is awesome, make some good friendships. And, you know, uh, they'll get out. Plus the white collar stuff. I don't think they're getting any of that, um, you know, don't drop the soap nonsense and violence and all that. I'm sure your friends are having a good time. It might be like they're at camp. <laughs> I forgot about that. Don't drop the soap. That's a, such a funny <laughs> one. Because <laughs> it's sort of, it's good because you'll be uh, raped, I think. Is what's yeah, <laughs> humans are so funny with our turns of phrase. And it's, you know, it's good ah. when it's so descriptive that it just puts the image in your mind and you don't even have to say it. <laughs> now, I did want to change subjects uh, because, um, well, for obvious reasons, but, you know, I think there's something that you were also uh, mentioning earlier, which was the names of some of these tricks mm. that you do on a skateboard. Now, have you had to find a way to make those a little more Christ-like? Mm. Because I did notice that, you know, I had a teen that was saying, I'm going to go grind. And immediately I thought, oh, you know, something no. is up. And yeah. I was really worried. They said no on a skateboard. And then I got doubly worried because I thought they were trying to have sex with a skateboard. Oh, but no. what I was wondering is, have you found ways to make these names of the tricks a bit more Christ-like? That's beautiful. Yeah, well, okay, so here's the funny thing now. There is one trick called the Christ Air. This is not a joke. It was, uh uh-huh, yeah, it was popularized by skateboarder Christian Hasoy, who is currently, by the way, a follower of Christ and does... I'd love to have him here at the church. He does such a beautiful job. He'll 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 proselytize it from the bottom of the deep end of the bowl. Oh, oh, and he's so cool. He wears a fedora and he has tattoos. And is and the bowl the toilet? No. Such a beautiful question, Gray. No, no. It's it's so that's what they call the bottom of the half pipe oh, down okay. there. It's called a bowl. Oh, I see. So this gentleman, so he popularized the Christ air. And so that's the one that I act and I actually personally find that. Mm, I actually don't like it being called the Christ Air because, again, I think that skateboarding is disgusting, and I almost don't like to have God's name. Oh, I see. You know, I'm sullied by the by these tricks. So that's the one. But but then there are other ones. There's it's it's harder than you think, and I think it's because these names come from such a dark, stupid place. Yes. You know that there's so much 
it's there's such a world of ignorance behind this. I like to call it a sport. The kids tell me it's not a sport. They say it's, sports are for jocks, where you know punk rock or hip hop or oh, whatever. Okay, mm-hmm. I guess more of a lifestyle. Yeah, thanks, thanks, group. Beautiful way to say that. Yeah, more of a lifestyle. Exactly right. And I say, okay, lifestyle. How about death style? Because the only life I found is the light of the Lord that happens in my heart when I get on my knees and thank God for every single thing that I've experienced in my life. Oh, I love that awesome. image. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. That's an attitude of gratitude. That's right. Just that idea of it being a sport. I mean, I don't think it's a sport uh, for sure. You know, you're Mm -hmm. basically standing on something and rolling around. Mm -hmm. But don't you think there's something a bit problematic with the idea that it's a this it's very solo it's very individual and as christians we're called to be part of a community uh, a cloud of witnesses as it were mm. and if you're just always out there by yourself on your little board i mean uh, don't you feel like it's a bit mm-hmm. uh catering to people who are loners and mm-hmm. isolated and maybe don't want to fit in mm-hmm. and really you know fitting in with other christians is such an important idea without a doubt yeah it's it's anti-conformity which is makes me feel sick to even say it i mean these kids are one step away from being hobo drifters. Oh, really? no, they really well, they are. look like it. They sure do look like it. I know, isn't it true? And here I am having to wear these clothes too. So I, the whole thing, it, it makes me sad. And, and, and honestly, it, you know, if they had a little bit of sporting attitude, a little bit of competition, right? A little bit of, of I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I like to talk about, okay, uh, maybe, we gave, maybe we gave these kids too many participation trophies, you know, maybe one of those things, isn't right? Truth, it's like, yeah. isn't that the truth? You know, and these kids are so soft and whiny and they don't like violence and they don't want to think about the fact that this great man was slaughtered and in front of us for our sins you know i love the violence in our in our religion i think it's so powerful you know i do i I think about it all day long about how someone like these kids someone exactly like these little children killed our lord and savior in the most violent way possible Mm -hmm. well it's a great it's a you know violence is a great um deterrent Mm. and that's really one of the things that we need as christians you know we there's hell sorry Mm -hmm. them's the breaks kids if (laughs) you you know what i mean and so you know um but but you mentioned it earlier too you know you gotta have this look if you're gonna be a skateboarder or whatnot and you you can't go out they're looking like you're um, on the geek squad at Best Buy in some pleated khakis and a collared shirt. Um, and, and well, first two questions. One is, have you noticed people responding to you differently now that you have this get up and this look? How do people respond to you? Is it different? Yeah, it's really hateful. And I think that's good. I think it should be. You know, I'm walking in here. I'm dressed all like some kind of crazy rock and roller. Like I think I'm Mick Jagger walking into the coffee bean or something. And, you know, people, they they sneer at me. They they talk behind oh, my man. back. You know, they're very, they're very unloving. And, and again, I think... I think that's how it should be. Well, think about what happened to Jesus when he was dragging the cross down the Via Dolorosa, having a hard day as it was, and everyone was spitting at him, jeering at him, taunting at him. So you know what? You are connecting with Christ in those moments when people are being so hateful. And my follow-up question is... I understand that kids start to reach an age where they're like, oh, now I have to assert myself and, and find my own thing. Well, 
why do they have to do it by looking so ridiculous? Like if you want to innovate, oh, you, that's what you're going to rebel against is, you know, uh, our, our, our outfits that we've kind of all approved of and, you know, uh, uh, agreed on. Uh, that's how you're going to innovate. Why don't you do something that helps the planet? Not making your hair look confusing. Exactly right. That's exactly right. And the hair is so confusing, confusing, isn't it? And they love this too. They love to be like, oh, you can't tell if I'm a boy or a girl. Well, that's hard. It's hard for me. Yeah, they're destabilizing us. I need to know if you're a boy or a girl. Yes, it's destabilizing. Exactly right. These, you know, these, I don't even want to get into the whole thing. You know, I'm saying the whole gender. But that's right. Every single one of the boys look like girls. The girls look, and they love it. They love when I get confused. They love it when I misgender them, as they call it. They love it. They live for it so they can say, oh, you're not cool. You're not progressive. Well, you know what, you little brats? I don't want to be cool and progressive. I want to go to heaven. I would prefer not to burn uh, until the end of time. That's what I'm looking and, for. And that is one of the songs that your band plays, right? I don't want to be cool and progressive. That's exactly right. That was That's going to be the name of our new album. Oh, that's mm-hmm. awesome. It's the titular track from our new record. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, wonderful. And what did happen, um, because I did hear, what did happen at the Coffee Bean the other week? Uh, because my, my teens were saying, uh, I guess, that that was another video that was going around. Thank you for asking, Gray. That's a beautiful question. Um, I... I've been trying to learn how to do some hip hop dancing, and uh, because I, you know, and what's new is what's new is hip hop, and and apparent there are these b boys, and they all did a lot of popping and locking and backspin and headspin and all these things. So I, I, to try and show the kids that I was cool and progressive, even though I, I, I like to say that I don't want to be that. The truth is, I kind of want these kids to think I'm cool. I, I went in there with a piece of cardboard, and I. <clears throat> I started doing head spins and top spins, and I accidentally hit one of the employees in the face. I kicked this woman in the oh, face, no. and I, 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 I re-broke my elbow. Oh, no, the same elbow. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, had you done that style of dancing before? No, I just had watched the YouTube videos, and uh, I went in and did it. And then I was just it's, I was just sobbing, just sobbing. And, and it, what's really embarrassing is that I... I said, I, I turned against God in that moment. Oh, mm. no. I said, I said, why, why Jesus, have you forsaken yeah, me? Yeah. Um, I, I no longer believe in you. The footage is really, yeah. really terrible. I'm, I'm, I'm weeping. My eye makeup is dripping and I'm sobbing and I'm, I'm screaming and I'm yelling at the coffee beans and I'm calling them the devils mm. and, and I'm, I'm screaming at God and, um. Well, Mike, I feel like you were like Job, who got laid so low by all of the strife and the tumult that, you know, God had inflicted on his life to test his dedication. And you know what? I I just think that, you know, C.S. Lewis says pain is our greatest teacher. And Mm. I'm so sorry about the elbow and that you cursed God. But you know what? His grace is sufficient, his my brother. Covered it in is, the blood. It's covered I mean, in the it was blood, my man. Probably literally covered it's in the co- blood. Well, yeah, you were probably absolutely covered in blood. But yeah, yeah I mean, again, you can again you can relate to Christ. And I was going to bring this up earlier because skateboarding is such a dangerous 
uh, activity, you know, and most of the time these cool cats are too cool for the helmet and the wrist guards and the elbow pads and the knee pads and the shin guards and the, all of it. And so they end up with all these sprained ankles and, uh, you know, skinned up knees and whatnot. But I, I think it's a beautiful opportunity to combine some of the ministries at our church. We have the healing ministry and we have the prayer ministry. So we could bring people over from the prayer ministry and the healing ministry, and they could lay hands on these kids when they roll an ankle or whatnot. And it'll be another way where we can show them the power that exists in believing. That's such a beautiful, I would love that if y'all would come over and lay hands on some of these kids. I just am a little bit honestly worried that they're going to infect these other church members. I, that's my concern. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. You know, yeah, I, that's true. I mean, I under, the, the power of prayer is, is as strong as, as the sun, but these kids, they're, 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 I don't, I don't, they're evil, truly, you know, and they're, they're all, they're saying things, you know, they're, they're words they use glow up uh, that hits different yeah. you know all these rat- <laughs> it's like what are you talking about exactly like that right. is a big one too before you let someone from the prayer ministry lay hands on you you want to give them consent to 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 innocently lay hands on you well guess what there's no consent in christendom we are here to devote ourselves to the authority of god you know god did not ask mary for consent before putting a baby in her That's- you see where this is headed Thank okay you. Thank- Thank you. Do you. I don't think any of us would be here if we were as concerned about consent as these kids are now. I think our entire culture has been all built on a lack of consent. And thank God, right? We didn't. Christopher Columbus didn't get consent when he came to America, did he? And I don't know about you, but I like America. See? It's Me God's too. chosen nation. It's blessed by God. We've got him on the dollar mm-hmm. bill. Well, you know, something I do just want to say, Mike, I am definitely praying for you and your ministry. And I'm also just I'm really thinking about how you found such a strong identity in Christ as a Christian. Um, and that maybe, you know, as you grow that, because you've really gone from, you know, a guy who's an accountant to a guy who sort of looks like a skate skateboarder uh, with a punk band and you know, now with dipping your toe into sort of the b-boy lifestyle, I guess that would explain the Kangol hat mm-hmm. today and all that too. You know, I, I just would hope, I guess, that my prayer for you is that you would be able to settle into an external identity that you actually love and even like a bit. Because right now it seems like you're really trying, you know, to... Well, it seems like you're really a martyr, you know, because you're working so hard for these these teens on the skateboards, but really for yourself, you know. If I mean, if you could be anything, really, what would it be? Oh, beautiful question, Greg. Wow. Well, if I could if I could dress like anything, I'd go back to dressing the way I, I used to dress, which was pretty much exactly like Steve Jobs. That's sort awesome. of just, that's kind of the look I'm mm-hmm. I'm sort of comfortable in, you know. And uh, and yeah, I'd get rid of this earring, and I'd I'd, I'd have this. I had this back tattoo I oh, got no. removed. Oh, you got it removed? Uh, no, I'd love to. If we oh, what's could. the back tattoo of? Oh, let me say. Oh, see, see oh. a later skater on the mm-hmm. lower on the lower back there. That's a lot of ink. That's a two foot long tat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then it's got on the bottom here. It's got Jesus. He's doing um he's doing a five forty over the mega ramp, and he's high fiving Danny Way. Oh wow! He's a professional and skateboarder. Is, I hate it's it. almost like he's so jumping much. from one butt cheek to the other butt cheek, like mm-hmm. yeah. um. Mm-hmm. Like sort of your like kind of like your um, bum crack is the crevasse that Jesus has to soar on over. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, my my disgusting lower body, which God hates.
hates is is sort of representative of of a, a an abyss, a loss, you know. And below that, I guess it says God's half pipe. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. Yep. Yeah, I, I don't like it. It cost me uh, nine hundred dollars, oh. and it was excruciating. Oh, wow. And I'd love to get it removed. Right? I feel wow. Like. Well, mm-hmm. you know, that is going to be one of the very first questions I ask God when I walk through those pearly gates: is why on earth did you give us such dirty private parts on our body? It really is so distressing. I mean, to just be have these parts of us that are intrinsically uh, disgusting, sinful. Uh, I, you, you can't even hardly look at them. Honestly, if you ask me, it's hard to even see, you know, let alone know that they exist down there in our underwears. It's really discouraging. I know. I've lost days and weeks to my inability to forget that we all have them. I, sometimes I can't mm-hmm. leave. You know what I mean? I can't go into yeah. a pizza restaurant if I'm remembering it in everybody's pants is what looks like the arm of an octopus. and Or, you know what I mean? Whatever kind of nightmare sea creature exists, you know, it's all. Absolutely. I mean, I, after I saw myself down there one time, the first time I was given birth, I Hallie. haven't been able to eat clams on the half shell ever since. Hallie. Anytime my husband Lance Labatt and I go out east, I can't even enjoy a clam on a half shell. Well, we don't need to hear anything more about that, Hallie. And I do um, want to say, Mike, thank you so much. What can people be looking forward to uh, when it comes to what's going on at Heaven is a Half Pipe? Yeah, so this Wednesday, I'm going to be giving a brand new message. It's a speech I've been working on for a long time, and it's called, you guys are going to love this. It's called, hey, why don't you let Jesus slide into your DM? Awesome! <laughs> oh, that <is> so- <laughs> That's really... <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, we really have fun, don't we? Yeah, yeah. We do. I do. I try to. I mean, things are dark. You got to laugh, you know? Mike Bark was played by the outstanding Mort Burke. Check out his stand-up special on YouTube. It's called Spiritually Filthy, and it is phenomenal. And you can follow him at Mort Burke. I'm Holly Laurent playing Hallie Labonte, and Grey House was played by Greg Hess. Follow us and Mega the Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And if you really want to get out of hell free card, support us on Patreon. The link is in the show notes.